Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Stress Sessions. Today I'm speaking to my good friend Martin, best man at my wedding and someone who I've known longer than my own wife. Although there's a solid 100 miles between us and we're constantly busy all the time, we still keep in touch most days. We're both aware of each other's bouts of mental health problems, but we've never actually sat down to talk about them properly. But I'm lucky that this guy's always managed to say the right things to pick me up. I'm Luke, and this is The Stress Sessions. Hello. How are you? Well, How's it going? I'm, gl- I'm glad you've come on. It's fantastic. So, I guess, we, we haven't really seen each other recently, have we? Because it's, cause we've, cause it's we've been, been, been the whole year. <laughs> it's, no, we, uh, we've seen each other for literally five minutes this year. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you pop around to see my sort of new flat and uh, disappeared again, yeah. And that was, that was it, really. <laughs> and I mean, even that, I think, was against the rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally, because I was messaging Bex, who's, who's your girlfriend for everybody that doesn't know, and yeah. I literally was messaging her all day, going, oh, I'm going to come see you guys, surprise Martin. And then yeah. I just pulled up literally outside your house and then yeah. you was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you came in. I gave you a little tour just because uh, the tour is literally two seconds. And then that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been a really weird year and it's been very weird not seeing you or celebrating your birthday in any kind of form. Yeah, it's 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 just been weird seeing nobody at all, really. Like, I just feel like, like I haven't even I haven't even seen my family this year, which is really weird. Like any, yeah. I, I think I saw I saw my sister at the start of the year, but my parents I've not seen at all. So that's been really strange. But how yeah? How have you how have you and Bex coped with with the whole situation? Have you found it difficult, or have you liked it? Or well, it's been it's it's been very difficult in uh, stages but then in other stages it it hasn't been Um, I mean initially I I still well I I saw some people that didn't know I saw I bought a house in the last sort of three or four months and um, it was sort of peak pandemic (laughs) so so like while um, the paperwork was all going through etc I was still living at mum's house and Bex was still living at her mum's house and her parents house and um, so we didn't see each other. And even then, when I, when eventually all the people that did get through and we got the keys, I wasn't allowed to, we weren't allowed to move in together because of the rules. So I oh, actually okay. lived on my own in a house with no furniture for about a week. Because well, um, no one would deliver or, yeah, so it's been, it was a bit of a nightmare. But then once, so, so once since, since we've all sort of come together, it's been great and uh yeah, it's brilliant now. So, what did you did you actually move? So you got the keys literally as lockdown happened, like that week. Um, it wasn't that week, but I think it was sec- first or second week in April. So uh, okay, probably two, two or three weeks after lockdown. So uh, the rules were pretty strict then, weren't they? So yeah, you weren't even allowed yeah. to like go outside for an, over an hour to exercise, sort of thing. So um, yeah, I mean that was it was tricky then, but. Yeah, it's all worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah, and it, it look it looks really nice. Like I've, I I literally stood in the doorway for five minutes and I thought it looked really <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, and then like you guys have got like a social media page, haven't you? That you post stuff up on, and 
yeah, it's just really cool. It's it's really cool to see like the progress of it and how you're improving it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's quite it's got quite a lot of character. It's, it's, we've only got like a studio flat and sort of poor Medway folk. <laughs> the people of Medway don't know I have money. Um, we usually have children and uh, sort of buggies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we've got it's only a small house, but uh, it's, it's like a Georgian townhousey thing, so so we can do it out quite nicely. And I think once it's all up and running, it's going to look excellent. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep them busy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've we've got that all to come again soon. <laughs> Hope, think, fingers yeah. crossed. But that's yeah, I, I'm quite looking forward to doing the decorating when when because yeah, I'm I'm moving house. Hopefully, in the next couple of months. And congratulations! Thanks. It's 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 been a struggle. It's yeah. it's been a journey because yeah, basically we had we we put an offering on the property probably about a month and a half ago and then we had a month to sell our house and then because we didn't sell our house within that month that fell through and we had put in a much higher bid than the people that eventually got it which is really annoying but then we've got this one now which is like a completely blank canvas and we're just going to rip it all out and start all over again like we did with this one so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i'm quite looking forward to it because it's it's just a new little i know we're saying this is a sort of talk about growing up, etc., and how you feel about that. But um, talking about houses in the first five minutes of your podcast is quite an <laughs> example of how much we've grown. Yes, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like just... imagine this. Like <laughs> imagine having this conversation ten years ago. You'd be like, "Oh, this is f- boring." <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you're gonna have to bleep yourself there. This no, I've I've, sort of pod- I've actually put a disclaimer <laughs> on the podcast to say. It's got swearing in it, and I always swear, so I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So the the first the first thing I wanted to talk about really was how we met. I can't actually remember how we met at all. I don't really know what I know what the scenario was. We met at school essentially. I mean, we weren't in the same class. and we weren't in the same, we didn't even do the same subjects, I think. I think the only common point we had was when we got to uh, art, wasn't it, in A-level? Yeah, because, I mean, we you you, added a, you even had a different teacher in GCSE, didn't you? Because we had yeah. Mr. Aldo, who was an absolute legend. <laughs> and then you had some crazy South African woman, didn't you, I think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was, she was like... She should not have been a teacher, I don't think. She was a teacher that shouldn't, shouldn't have ever been in a classroom full of kids, ever. But Yeah, you're right. So I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I'm not going to disrespect any teachers on the podcast. They're all <laughs> exceptional, and I think they're all great people. Thank you. I've come across great. <laughs> I, I think all teachers are, yeah, I, they're brave, because I couldn't ever be a teacher, because one, I no. don't like kids that much, and two... I don't like people. I don't like people in general. So putting up with multiple people every day, all day, is horrible. I think your idea of hell. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I've quite enjoyed lock. Well, I've I've partially enjoyed lockdown because I haven't had to see anybody that I don't want to see. So <laughs> that's so that's. And that is true. It does it makes you? What I've learned is that it makes you realise who is important to you because. 
Oh, well, essentially, you've got to stick them in a bubble with yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is it. And if you can see, so you've got to make a decision almost. It's like uh, the government wants you to pick your most favourite relatives. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then that's the only person that you can see. We were, we were, I, was, I was saying to Tara, the other, well, it's a while back now, There's, there's been probably quite a few couples that have broken up during this and it's like because it's been such yeah. a ten- tense situation so yeah i imagine there's been loads of people getting divorces and that never want to see each other again <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm well, glad I can imagine the rates have gone through the roof i mean it's it's, it's lucky in a way for me and you we don't sort of neither of us have kids at the moment but um for parents that do have kids it must have been well one a blessing because you never get to spend that much time with your child generally so it must be brilliant in a way but also i can imagine they drive you mad because well being in this that sort of confined space with someone for that amount of time would be hard work yeah and like they haven't been to school have they for ages so they're they're just going to be like <laughs> bored out of their minds at the minute so going back to the school thing i i i, I I can't remember how we met, but it was definitely around the AS or A level art period, and then it was just—it was a really weird. It was a really weird class, wasn't it? Like looking back on it now, <laughs> yeah. What was that? About? I mean, it was. Um, <laughs> what's the word? Eclectic is that the word? It's just like a, a real group of different people put together in one class, and. I mean, for me, that period of time, that class was just the best. I absolutely loved that group of people we had in that in that class. We were, everyone got on, everyone would help each other, and um, it was just brilliant. And I think that's probably part of the reason why we came became sort of such good friends because we all sort of we felt like we're all in it together at the time. I mean, um, one of the reasons we bonded out is just over your particularly terrible ability to draw. <laughs> I was, I was, time, good. I was good. Okay. Um, well, I was good. Your, well, I don't know if everyone knows now, but your your famous picture of the fish with sequins was, um, I think it was legendary. I think now it's the sort of the sort of painting that if like a Warhol did it, it would be sort of cult well, status. It'd be worth millions. I've, I think if, it, it, if Banksy did it, like people would be losing their shit. But basically, for well, there's only going to be a very small handful of people that have seen that picture. But it's basically, a, it was it was a painting of what was it, clownfish? Maybe I can't remember, or some it tropical was, fish. It's basically Nemo with a necklace. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's yeah, it's literally. I I just went for a stage of sticking sequins on everything, didn't? Or like not everything, but just like I just got a bit carried away with that. I think. I wasn't actually that intelligent, and I. It was a pretty good school to go to, I think. But I, I, yeah. I wasn't like that, and I still are. I'm still not very, very clever as as a fully grown grown adult. But it, it really, it really helps keep you on a level playing field for your whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I like school. Though. I, I, feel, I feel like it, it helps me no no end, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, people, people are the worst. And that's what I've, uh, to sort of keep on this track of sort of mental health, I mean, what I've learned over the years now is that my 
what's the biggest hatred is people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the world is amazing. People are not. Yeah, I've see. I've I've always been. I've always struggled with. I mean, even even when I was that age, I think I've I've struggled with social anxiety, and I didn't. Yeah. I, when we, when we were that age, I don't think it was like anxiety wasn't a thing. I don't think was it when it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing. I mean, you just sort of had to get through it then. I mean, it's come out the last few years, isn't it? Really, but um, yeah, it wasn't when we were at school. It was just something that you got on with, and that is very much the way I was sort of brought up. Anyway, it was just much like if you had a problem, you don't confront it you sort of bury your head in the sand and carry on <laughs> yeah and I, I think and a lot of people did that at school I think because it was so I, I I mean it might this might not be the reason why but I, I just remember when it was like when we were in sick form there were like groups of kids that just proper kept themselves to themselves and just literally sat in the corner and had one or two friends and didn't really speak to anybody like like either they were just Rude, and <laughs> just couldn't be asked, or their social anxiety. But I, I do remember, like, I did, and I still do now. I really struggle in in groups of people, um, and I think I always will because, I, like, like I'm speaking to you on a on a one to one chat now. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. But if if there was like, I guess, three, four, five, or more people on on a call, I would just literally yeah. sit here and say nothing. And I, yeah. I kind of used to do the same at school. I used to just sort of sit there and just listen, I guess, and not really, unless unless it was like my core group of friends, I wouldn't really say a lot, I don't think. Yeah, no, I, no, I agree with you there. And it's um, very much, it's all gonna, I think it's all going to come back to school. I think um, <laughs> so I, I used to have like a incredible confidence coming from primary school, etc. I used to be I used to be in all the plays, the all the things. It come to come to the math school and it was sort of so year seven, eight, the same thing. I could do I could speak to anyone, um and um it very much changed through bullying. That was that was when my confidence was taken away. And um it there was there was I've been thinking about this one since you sort of sent me the points. Uh, there was a couple of instances, and they pretty much shaped definitely my sort of teenage years, if not beyond there. And um, see, so yeah, it changes you, doesn't it? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you get bullied quite young, it sticks with you more than you think it would. So I can, I can, um, my lack of sort of confidence, I can trace the exact point which all changed and like that incident has sort of, it, it changed it affects you doesn't it and um i think the, the the best way to deal with it now um i don't really know the best way to deal with it it's hard it's hard to um come up with a solution really yeah yeah i i agree with that actually yeah so we've we've talked quite a lot about school but I'd like to change the subject slightly now and just talk about growing up and becoming an adult because we've we've never really spoken about that before. So I think it'd be quite interesting to kind of compare my experiences to yours. I have struggled with the concept of growing up, um, generally. I think I have, well, I've neglected to sort of look 
at my own sort of mental health over the years because I've just sort of carried on with everything. But really, it's I've, I've, been, I've had quite a, sort of I've been quite down and depressed about how things are no longer like they used to be. Um, it all started sort of a long time ago people, when people started moving out, and um, so you left a long time ago now to move down to Brighton at the time. And um, the sort of social groups that we had and we'd formed sort of started breaking up. And um, I definitely struggled to deal with that. Uh, I think when we got a little bit older, I think probably about 24, 23, 24, when we started stopping, we we just completely stopped going out on nights out. I mean... It's just a not thing anymore, and that was a huge part of my life for years. I mean, from the age of sort of 16, I'm not 16, 17, late 17, 18, to about 23, we used to do it every week. And at uni sometimes, or every day of the week. And to go from all of that to nothing at all, so it was very difficult for me, yes. I agree, because I've, I've struggled with that too, because... I sort of took myself away, didn't I, from from the friend group, yeah, and and family, and moved moved down to Brighton, and I've moved up here. So I've since since I've been about twenty twenty one, twenty two, I've I've been I've not lived in Kent. So I I found mm. it hard because I'm a bit like ah, oh, I've 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 always said to Tara that. I've I feel like I've made a bit of a sacrifice by moving up here, and I I don't regret it at all because it's 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 all right up here, and yeah, we're do, we're doing all right, and like Tara's got a lovely family, but uh, yeah, I, I I've gone through that period too where I did think, uh, what what's going on? Like why why have I done this? And I feel like I didn't have anybody. Like I at that point I didn't. I, did, I, I wasn't brave enough to speak about it to anybody and I sort of sort of shut myself away from it and continued as normal but I did I did I did struggle at that period because I was a bit like I've moved I've moved into a, a new area that I don't really know um none of my friends mm-hmm. are up here I, I'm, yeah. I'm not very good at making friends at the best of times I, like you know you know that I've I've never had many yeah good friends no, and group. yeah and like even even now, I I haven't got many friends that I can sort of ring up and go. Do you want to go and do something? Like I've probably got less than one hand's worth of people that I could do that with. And yeah, yeah. it's 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 hard. It's, and there is there is there you kind of there as you get older, there's less and less people I feel that you can actually rely on. And yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that definitely. That's it's, it's again, it's probably because people have got their own responsibilities and everybody else is growing up yeah. too. But personally, you kind of feel a bit. I don't know. It it, it gets a bit depressing, doesn't it? Because you're a bit like you sort of pity yourself and think, oh, what everybody's again going back to the social media thing. Oh, everybody's going out still and hanging out with their groups of friends. But really, like everybody's the same I guess apart from a minority of people who have got endless friend groups and go out all the time and I don't know how because it's expensive but <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah I mean like for me the best the best sort of year 
with my life was around sort of 2009 probably apart yeah i mean that that was when you had you repeat i was at last year of uni i was um i was playing football again and i had a sort of not friends friends everywhere you could go out every day bump into someone drinking have a great time you'd have loads of mates calling you up and um to yeah and then once you leave no one there's no preparation or warning and it's just like bam have have a dose of like reality that's it now this is your life you have no one around you're back at home probably you probably have to move out of the town you're in and everyone else has moved back to their homes and now you've got to get a job that's it fun's over goodbye yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What you get. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, it 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 just comes out of nowhere. You, yeah, you you don't get a warning, and it's yeah, it's difficult. So one one thing that I did want to talk about is, and you you don't have to go too much into it if you don't want to. But what have <clears> have you had any kind of examples of mental health that you've had to deal with in your life? that you've you've kind of been knocked back with and and how have you dealt with them so i'm i'm quite keen to when i speak to people on on this podcast i i'm quite keen to find out what what kind of experiences people have gone through and again not yeah. in, not in any great detail like as detailed as you want um yeah. but but coping mechanisms and how you've got through them because I've I've got my own coping mechanisms for certain things, and I'm, I'm sure everybody has too. But it'd be good to find out what they might be, and if they would be any use to anybody else, really. Okay, um, so the answer to your question is yes. I have had sort of mental health issues. Um, the biggest one for me, and sort of, I've told I've talked to you about it for, uh, a few times, uh, was about three or four years ago. Um, had a sort of a very personal family issue, not issue, but like a event happened, and um, essentially, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen my dad in four years, and um, it's, it was a very, really, really, really dark sort of period for the family and um, for myself, and uh, it's, it's, it's even now like it's still quite, it's quite hard to sort of talk about. Um, in any sort of detail, yeah, but, uh, yeah. it it, it massively not it not me for six, and um, it was something that um, I didn't I didn't really I'd never sort of faced before, and I'd never sort of felt like I did until that sort of moment, and um, uh, yeah, it was so it was very it was very tricky, and um, I sort of buried my head in the sand. Uh, pretty much <clears throat> the whole time, and um, yeah, I never really, I never really spoken about it to anyone before. But so I used to, um, I used to wake up feeling just terrible. It just felt horrendous. I used to be sort of sad inside. Just the whole whole day, I could be just feel awful, and sort of my heart was doing god knows how much it was like beats per minute it was doing probably a million for about a month and so i never saw i didn't see anyone about it i didn't um confront it with a specialist or sort of deal with anyone and um so my so 
sort of way of getting through it was to help everyone else out that um, had sort of been affected by it, by it at the same time. So, so my brother and my mum, and I'd, I'd sort of do whatever it took to make sure they were okay and distract. My sort of main coping method, I guess you could say, would be sort of distractions. So I'm very good at trying to be like the upbeat guy, you know, I'm the, I'm the, yeah. I'm the funny guy. Yeah, Not yeah. necessarily like everyone pisses themselves laughing, but like that's my my thing. You know, I always try and I always, you always see me with like a smile on my face and always try and keep the mood like, um, and that was very much how I sort of got through it. <clears throat> and um, it took a long time and it took a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but definitely took Bex and um, speaking to you and some of our other friends. And um, yeah, and it, 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 took a, it's, uh, it took a long, long time to get over, essentially. But uh, I've, so look, I'm in a position now, luckily, where I'm okay, and um, I can sort of look back and certainly talk about that sort of period. And yeah, yeah. I always, I always think about why I didn't get help, and um, and I hope that sort of you doing this podcast is could help sort of people in a similar place to me because it was, it was really. I've never genuinely never felt like that before and um, I would encourage people to speak to other people that's what that's essentially what I would um, like to sort of say is the message I think you need to a problem shared is a problem half is that the saying yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah I I, I totally agree I totally agree with that yeah so um so, cut a long story short, I think people should be encouraged to speak to professionals and seek maybe help of counsellors or something like that, because uh, so I definitely didn't deal with it the way I should have. But um, it probably took a six months longer than it should have to, to sort of get myself feeling okay again. But, um, yeah, just talk to people. Yeah, I've, I've, I think that's, I think that's a good message, and I, don't, I don't think there is a right way of, because you, you, when you're in that sort of situation, you don't, you don't know what to do, and you don't know what to do for the best. So, like you said, you, you do just try and support the people around you that have been affected by the situation as well. Yeah, and, yeah, that was, I mean, that was essentially all I was doing. I mean, we used to have a, a motto that we lived by, and we. Um, it was daft at first. I heard it somewhere on the TV, <clears throat> and it was something like uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was three R's essentially, and it was like recover, rehabilitate, and something else. But um, we used to sort of that used to be the actual motto, and we used to sort of celebrate if we one of us felt that we'd got through one of the stages, we'd have a drink or have a takeaway, and. Um, <clears throat> people deal with things very differently. So for my brother, for example, he's completely cut off all contact with my dad. It's the result of this story. Yeah. And um, whereas I still sort of have some, and so my mum, again, my parents are divorced now, and um, 
completely. They live in completely separate parts of the country. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people deal with things differently. And um, so I deal with it very badly, <laughs> is I what I've learned. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's badly. I've, I've, I'd say you've dealt with it in the best way that you think you could have at that time because I, I, when I've... I've had, I don't know the best way to put it, but my, I've had a messed up head since I've been a teenager. I think, like, go, look, looking back on it, I've I've always said that I've I felt like I've had mental health issues for I don't know the last five years. But I think I think it's more deep rooted than that, and I think it comes from when I was growing up as a teenager, and my my parents split up for a, a, a little while, and I I had a big. I, I probably had too much not 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 responsibility of doing that, but I I kind of helped my mum through that time at a very young age. I think I was fifteen, sixteen, um, and I felt like I was the one that was taking care of the family at, at a young age. Um, yep. And to have that kind of pressure at that young age, it, it is a struggle. And I look again mental health wasn't a thing at that age so I and I I even if it would have been I wouldn't have known how to go about getting help about it but looking back on it now I think that I I, I should have probably done something about it then but I just didn't know um mm. and it's only until you realize mm. what's happened that you that you do that you do go about doing things the right way and you do start speaking to people and <clears throat> In my case, like I, I, I ended up having a, a mental breakdown in in front of Tara over the most ridiculous thing in in this house, and I started seeing a counsellor on the back of that, and yeah. it was the best thing I did. Like it was honestly the best yeah. thing that I did. That's good, but it's, it's like like I said, I don't think there is a right way of there's not a right or wrong way of going about it. I think it's just learning from the experience of it and like not. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's the problem, isn't it? I think you, it seems to be that to learn what to do, you have to go through it, and it has to be really shit first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, it's almost like you have to experience something terrible first, and then you can come out the other side, and you can next time if you get the same problem, deal with it properly. But it does mean that the first time you will have to go through the shit. Yeah, and and you you do you have to deal with it in the best way that you think you can, and like. I in 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 the last episodes with with Tara, I we we were sort of saying that I I don't think that, and we both agree with this that unless you've had a mental illness, and because there's so many different types of mental illness, you never fully yeah. understand it until you've been through it. So that yeah, well, you certainly don't have like like I found now since since all that happened, and I, it was I mean essentially we're talking sort of undiagnosed depression that's pretty much what I would have had I mean and it was quite bad um looking back but yeah until you've sort of had one of those things um you don't really know what other people are going through and you don't know sort of how people are going to react if you talk to them and you don't know um what people are going to say if you sort of put it out there you're having problems but when you know that someone else has come through something very similar to what you've had, then um, it's helpful. And it turns out from sort of all these awarenessy things on social media, etc., that a lot more people have had it than you think. Yeah, and probably yeah. most of the people know. I'd imagine. 
Yeah, I've and that's the thing is that nine nine times out of ten, the the person that you speak to about it would have gone through something not not exactly the same, but something sim- yeah. similar. In the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> when when you speak to that person, they're happy to speak to you about it as well because you're you're kind of letting them in, so they let you in too. And I I think that's a really good thing because it, it gets both people speaking about it. So yeah. I, I think that's a really yeah. positive thing. Yeah, you find once you can bounce up bouncing ideas and views and thoughts off of other people that you, it, it comes back to you. You get a different perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, you can see what someone else sees, and then you can think about something differently. Um, and it and it helps. It can help massively. Yeah, and I, I guess, and you can you can learn off people as well. So going going back to. What we were what we were talking about originally, that I've I've learned different coping mechanisms, techniques, whatever you want to call them, off I don't know like other people, what yeah. what a counselor has told me, stuff like that. So is is there anything in particular that, that you think that you do that kind of helps you cope with stuff when you feel anxious or depressed or anything like that? Because I guess my my main thing is I'll. I'll do exercise. So whenever I feel like shit, yeah. regardless of what mood I, I'm in, or even if I don't want to go for a run, I'll just do it. Cause I know that I'll feel a little bit better afterwards. So I'll just always yeah. think that that's, that's the one thing that I go to, to make myself feel a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. No, um, so exercise is sort of the thing I semi turned to. I mean, I used to, if I was really upset, I'd, get on the exercise bike and just cycle and cycle and cycle for hours, two hours. So it's just ridiculous. Just until I was completely like dead, exhausted. And then it just <laughs> it gives you something else to worry about because your legs are killing you instead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was, that was very much how I used to deal with it. I mean, com- complete, complete denial, I guess. That was another um, technique that I used, which wasn't as effective. <laughs> So have, have you have you ever gone down the route of like medication or anything, or is that not something that you've done? I, it's not something I've really thought about before. Um, so I think it's all sort of the way you sort of I've certainly was brought up. It's just like you you if you've got a problem, then you don't you deal with it yourself, sort of thing. Like I I, I would never I'd never go to a hospital if I could help it. I'd never go to see the doctor if I could help it. And all that sort of stuff. And it's very much the same, I think, for me with mental health. I mean, like, if I had a problem, you solve it yourself. If you've got, like, if you're down, then cheer yourself up. And to some extent, it works. But um, if you're doing any problems on sort of a large scale, it's a nightmare. But, yeah, I mean, it, 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 can, it can work. I mean, having, I found, change, if you try and change your sort of mindset, into a positive mindset, your approach, everything changes completely. And if you see something and say you've got, you can't, if you want to do exercise, for example, you're like, I can't be bothered to go for a run. You change it around to think, well, I've only got like two pounds to lose until I hit my goal weight, for example. Then um, if you can motivate yourself and sort of give yourself a positive mindset, then you can do most things. You can get through most things, I think, personally, on your own, if you can help it. But I think that, again, you should talk about 
about problems with other people, even if you don't physically get through them yourself with other people. Yeah, because yeah, like again, I've I've (laughs) I found that one one of the the reasons I I found going to a counsellor sometimes has really helped me is because one, they don't know who you are. Two, they can't say anything to anybody else about what you're telling them. And mm. it, unless you need to go back and see them, you're never going to see them again. And it's it's just the relief of being able to speak to somebody that's completely impartial to the situation that isn't going to kind of judge you on it or make you feel bad about it or and and being completely impartial. It's, it, that's, that's what I found has helped me the most alongside kind of speaking to people in general and exercising really i think yeah yeah no i'd say that was that was pretty much fun yeah cool i've i've should we wrap up i, I got pretty deep apologies <laughs> it's, it's, it, okay. it, went, yeah. it went from talking about sequins to, to, to it's like deep Wait, shit. I, miss, <laughs> I miss your glittery fish <laughs> If I had that, I could, if I had that on my wall right now, that would have cheered me right up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. It's in landfill somewhere, or or it's yeah. been burned. Yeah. So yeah, it was good to it's good to have that sort of discussion. I mean, it's not something you ever talk about, is it? I mean, no, I guess that's why you started the podcast. It's um, you don't talk about things like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, me and you have never had this conversation before, have we? No, I mean we have we have we have on. In like bits and pieces, a little, a little bit, but you know, you never have an in-depth discussion about mental health with anybody. No, and um, no, good that you're sort of doing this to highlight it to people, or however many tens of people listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, or, I, like I said, if 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 it helps one person, that's great. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm not doing it for. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing it personally for me because I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going through it. I'm still, I, I'm still a very, very anxious person. I think I always will be, but it's just yeah. to kind of find out what different people do and how they cope with different situations and how other people can learn from that. Like that's, that's kind of what I want to get out of it. And what I want other people to get out of it. Okay, so that's well, that's great. I mean, I hope. My my probably hasn't helped anybody out there, but no, I think I think it has. I think, and the the thing is, people go through such different experiences and and have different kind of reactions. I don't think reactions is the right Mm -hmm. word, but like they have the the outcome is different for them, and whether it's positive or negative. So I think it's yeah, it's like, like you said, it's. It's just uh, you just have to have a talk, have a chat with somebody, and talk about your problems. Yep, hundred percent. I think um, if anybody learned anything, it's that um, people are terrible, but the people that you uh, are closest to you can really help you out. They're really, I mean, they're great. I mean, I could, I've just had that chat with you, and I've not spoken like that openly for well. I must be about that sort to Bex or whatever, but I've never spoken that openly on to anyone else about mental health. And, yeah, um, and it, so it's good to it's, it's good to get it off your chest sometimes. Yeah, and like, like yeah, <laughs> it's, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. And that's mm-hmm. that's why that's why I wanted to do this because I do think that it, 
it should become the norm for people to just speak about it and i i kept i kept my mental health a secret for years and i put that pressure on tara and it was shit for her it was really shit for her um so i just feel like i i owe i owe myself tara and everybody the <laughs> like some sort of resolution or whatever to the my my this over the years if that makes sense <laughs> yeah no you're you are a burden <laughs> i'm a burden to everybody so yeah i just wanted to say thanks thanks for coming on it's 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 meant a lot for you to to speak about that and it's especially if you've only spoken to a few people about it and it's it's a really brave thing to do. It's I think it's a really brave thing for anybody to speak about it. So yeah, thank thanks for coming on. It's been it's been that's right. Thank you been... for um for bringing this podcast to the world. <laughs> I hope it helps some people out. And um, no, I really do. I hope I hope um at least one person can see that they're not alone, and um it can help some people. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, cool. Thanks, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Stress Sessions. If you've liked this episode or the topics discussed have helped you in some sort of way, just remember to subscribe through your podcast provider, which could either be Apple, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox or any others. Just remember there's always someone there to speak to, whether that's your GP, a separate organisation like the Samaritans, Calm or Minds, a friend or family member, just make sure you keep on talking. Thanks.